AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Happy New Year. Welcome to a great new year, 2024. I am so happy 2023 is gone. We can shut the the, the door, the book, whatever you want to say. I'm so glad it's over. 2023 was a, wasn't the toughest year of my life, but it was a tough year. And I'm glad that it's over. I'm happy to, to go into 2024. Uh, they got so much... Um, that we got planned for this radio show in the coming year. Um, I just got to give a, just a, just a shout out and give people their flowers to our station manager, John Gallagher, Marcus, black, white Marcus, who have uh, really entrusted me even doing it all, all throughout 2023 to host the Sean Thompson show in his stead and to, to fill in for Dan Prof. I mean, not, not, not many people can say they can fill in for Dan Prof and, and hold their own weight. So, um, the people here at this station, uh, I'm, I'm actually going into my fifth year here. I can't, still can't believe it's, this is the, we're working on the fifth year of being in radio at Black and White Radio. And, um, but I've been off since November uh, as far as leading my own show. And I want to thank my, the Troublemaker for filling in. I want to thank Aaron Del Mar and um, our good friend Dennis Rebelletti for filling in in my stead. And who else? Who else? Who am I missing? Don't forget Maze Jackson. Oh, and May. Oh, I, how can I miss the incomparable? Uh, nobody <laughs> is like Maze Jackson. He, I thought Maze Jackson did a really good, really good job. Um, he, he held his own, and you know, uh, I want to thank everybody for filling in for me. But I've been off, and I've been sitting in. You know, I filled in for Sean Thompson. I filled in with with Amy. But it's nothing like being in the seat of your own show, uh, because you don't want to break anybody else's show by saying things because you <laughs> you think I think I broke the show on the 28 Thompson show because of the, what question I you know I love to re-listen to the show yeah. I like to see how we do it yeah um I see the 27th is up there with you and Dennis oh it is but the 28th isn't up there with me and you that's only the next day that's because you black well, well no you're not black I forgot you lost your car I lost my car <laughs> I so forgot <laughs> but but I I just been sitting and stewing about all of these distractions that have been placed out there and for us, the people. And so many people are biting with all these. I mean, just like the release of the Epstein list. The list is a distraction. It's a distraction. It doesn't do anything. Show me the black book. Bill Barr had an opportunity to really exploit and open this up, and he chose not to. And, and I, I, there's a good reason why. Because there are people that are on that list that went to that island that did things, unimaginable things to children. To children. And, and it, it just, it, it, it upsets me. It bothers me. When you look at, though, 
what's really happening to our country. We have an invasion that's occurring right now at our borders. And everybody seems helpless and hapless to me. And it's like, is somebody going to do something? Because if we don't do something, 600,000 people, according to Tom Holman, former ICE guy, 600,000 people since October 31st have invaded our borders. That's a lot of dang on people. And then he talks about the 1.8 million. And every time he talked, I would hear him in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a um, committee meeting. First, it was 1.2. It got all the way up to 1.8 million, what they call gotaways. And I'm like, what the heck is happening to our country? So I, I, um, when I say his name, most of you guys will know who he is. Uh, we've been going back and forth about getting him on the show and uh, coming into the studio uh, because he's a really good person. You don't meet a lot of good people, if you know what I mean. And we were going back and forth in text messages about, um, I've wanted them to come in with you. I wanted them to come in with, he's like, no, 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 no. I got to be there with John Anthony. I want to be in the studio with John Anthony. And that person is none other than Tom Sedeka. He's the founder and CD, CEO of Freedom Square. You can check them out at freedomsquare.com. Pistol Pete, give him his own intro music. Let's go, baby. He... <laughs> it's not gonna be any words. Come on. Welcome on your maiden voyage Uh, in the studio with Black and White Radio. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. That's nice. What an absolute treat and honor, and I am pleased as punch (laughs) to be sitting across from John Anthony and next to Verlon, who we run into (laughs) once in a while. Wait, wait. When you say, I can't see your eyes, so I got to look. Yeah, that's right. I I got to see those pretty brown eyes. (laughs) And thank you so much for playing what is now like my favorite rock group, um, that's currently out there. They're out of uh, Denmark. Oh, and they are uh, fantastic. Volbeat. Yeah, I've seen them nine or ten times, I think, and I've met them twice. And, really? Uh, yeah, they, they're a um, great group of guys. But anyway, most importantly is the, is the chance to be with you, John. We've yeah. had a we've had a chance to have you on mm-hmm. with us at Freedom Square and yeah. our our new show. Mm-hmm. And um, was just talking. Had to a blast guys. with Chuck. Yeah, I mean, Chuck's it, amazing. He is. He is. Uh, he's a real sweetheart, a real patriot. Um, he has two young kids, and he said, "This is my hill." Yeah. He said, "I I can't go. You know, I I can't be doing anything else than what we're doing." Wow. And that's the reason why we put Freedom Square together, as you talked about. You know, finding good people. Um, over the years of advertising with Salem. Um, Gosh, since probably 2006. Oh, wow. You know, they've had a lot of events, mm-hmm. and you get to meet great people. You know, uh, 
Dennis Miller, Bill O'Reilly, Glenn Beck, you know, and as you meet these people and then you see them out there doing their shtick and, and you start realizing there are the real ones. Yeah. And then there's just the BS artists. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That you know, a lot of those there out for there. Themselves, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. And we see that across, not just the conservative movement. We see that in the faith movement. We see that in other places. So we wanted to, we wanted to uh, uh, put together a, a, an operation, a a digital commonwealth where we can get together the, the great people and organizations that we can trust. Because yeah. this is this is a time in our country that, um, for certainly our generation, uh, we've never faced. Right, and. For us to be unified, yeah. to be able to communicate and be able to take action together, um, it's very necessary. What you said in your opening about people pouring across the border and, and nobody doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, what really, really strikes me as sadly hilarious is, uh, well, our new communist mayor of Chicago, <laughs> Eric Adams of New York. Oh. You know, Don't they say nothing. they start complaining about buses of people arriving. Now, yeah. the you know, when did these complaints begin? They started in about mid twenty three. Yeah, I think that's when Abbott and even DeSantis started to move people around. What people don't realize is where were they when the first seven million were brought in? We had people. That's a good point. We had people being flown into Chicago for with United Airlines and other airlines coming in at 3 a.m. Yeah. And then being moved around. Even the Biden administration was sending these people in. Exactly. You know? And I just saw a story this morning that uh, Whitewater, Wisconsin, which is a town of 15,000 people, when the college students aren't there, uh, they they had a, they have 1,000 immigrants wow. uh, in their town. Wow. And they're having a very difficult time absorbing them. You we, never hear we, about we, it. We got to go to break, but... We had somebody call us um, on on the morning answer on Friday uh, when I filled in for Dan. She was from Kankakee County. They dropped off thousands of people down there. She said, we can't, we don't have the budget. If you know anything about Kankakee County, they're broke. They had to let go of sheriff's deputies. So they're broke. And and, and to see, and, and now that Adams are suing uh, the bus companies. That's what I was about I, to I say. I, That's what I was about to I'll say. I'll let you come back. When we come back from break. <laughs> yeah. Troublemaker, we'll let you because I know we got calls. Man, they already hitting the call, the phone lines. Cream, Ray, Robert, hold the line. You listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Walkout music, baby. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM 560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I, I got so excited, I forgot to give out the call-in number. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. That's Tom Waving, if you're watching on the stream of uh, Rumble, YouTube, and Facebook. Please go ahead, share the links right now. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a great show. Tom DeVore is going to be joining us at 435 to discuss uh, what's happening with what happened at the um, court case that occurred down in Effingham uh, a couple of days ago. And then we're going to have our friend, friend of the show. He's been in this studio 
Cash Lee Kelly is going to be giving us a call. He's a J6 prisoner. He's going to give, be giving us a call at the 5 o'clock hour right from prison. And we're going to talk with Cash to talk about, you know, what he's been going through. Um, just just how he's been able to maintain and get through. Um, what, what I think it's what's been three years now. Is it three? Now it's three years, it's been right? Three years now. That's insane. Um, uh, I'm gonna take your calls. Give me one second, cause I know the troublemaker wants to say something. Because I, you almost I, stole my thunder. <laughs> I almost stole your thunder. This man, and then he told me, "Don't you say nothing." But this man, Eric, Eric Adams, is suing 17 bus companies. Yeah. And you know, the last time we talked about this, and I, I tried to ask the con- congressman, congressman, is that fair? Which to, congressman? To, uh, uh, boss? No, 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 no. You, you, the one that has your old seat. Oh, no, state rep, Jed state Davis. State rep. Jed Davis. I asked him, do you think that's fair that this mayor or whoever else can sue and impound private companies' material, yeah. their, uh, their, their property? Right. And uh, well, he, he didn't have an answer for me, but I just think that's so unfair. If someone charters, you know, your bus to send these people here and you all just come up with something cockamamie in the middle of the night, to try to make these bus companies and whoever else is liable, liable to pay for these 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 illegals, I mean I, that, that's not yeah, right. It's yeah. not right in my book. I, I, I'll, I'll get your take on this because uh, Blake Moore from YouTube he says so if someone calls a cab and commits a crime and takes another cab is the cab company liable? Hmm. Right? Is, no. is the cab company liable, Tom? Of course not. Yeah. And if they're gonna and listen, if you're gonna sue the bus companies, you may as well sue the bus companies, the airlines, Amtrak. You better sue everybody yeah. that's moving about these that. people rail, around. The rail, rail. But, but see, I asked about that, and I think the I think the air company, the the, uh, the airplanes fall under a federal thing. Uh-huh. Well, th- what this is is this is this is retaliation with yeah. what they're saying. You know, politics, politics, politics. The thing that sickens me is how many women have died or been raped. How many yeah. children have died and, and trafficked been, and been raped and, and trafficked, trafficked along this journey to come to the united states with the, with yeah. this wide opening right and it's just being played around with these political games it is it disgusts me and like what you were talking about just what's going on right now is is a very very dark time for us and you know we've got we've yeah. got to shine a light on it we've got to start holding people right. accountable uh, but it's very, very difficult the way the forces are aligned. Yeah, uh, and Tom, I'm sure we'll get into some of this stuff yeah. further on down the road. Tom, I would never call you old. I would never, I would never do that. But you've been around. Have you ever seen anything like this? What you're seeing happen to America today? I mean, when you look at the border, when you look at the economics a- aspect of it, and you've been a businessman. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. The, I will tell you the last time we had. Um, significant civil unrest um, was in the 60s and the early 70s. And most most of that was propagated by the left. Correct. And you had terrible, terrible time of uh, assassinations. Yeah. Um, You had, you know, the weather underground. We had the bombing Mm -hmm. of the Senate building. We had... It, it it was very it was a tough time yeah. and people were worried. But in, in addition, at that time, we had the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis mm-hmm. and you had these other issues that were going on. And we're at a time right now where it's on where it's on steroids to use an old cliche, and um, and also the way that it is being planned and executed, it's not it's not organic, right? No, by any means. No. And you and you start looking, you start doing your own research into these 
movements, and right. you, you, and you find out this is this is all organized. And the and the sad thing is, it's organized against us, right? The people, the people. And and, and to to back your point, and and I really believe this comment from Tom from Blue Island. Tom, welcome back to Black and White, brother. Tom, you there? I'm here, brother. How are you? I I totally agree that this is what's trying to happen. I think that's going to be... Mr. Sudeikis, I met you at the golf outing a couple of years ago. You're a good man. You, I think you still had the pay... Might be a, more than three, four years ago. I think you still had the payroll company. Yes. Um, John, I just wanted to throw a couple quick points at you. I sent some to you earlier about a joke with five yeah. or six friends of mine who are <laughs> cops. Uh, asking them which, which, was, which there were more at. Were there more weapons at the... January 6th, 2021, you know, quote unquote insurrection or the, or did these guys have more weapons in their house? These coppers. <laughs> and, um, well, and if, then, if you, if you're talking about the actual, um, uh, people that were there, they didn't have the weapons, the cops and the government, they have, there were more weapons there, but if you, now right. I know what you're yeah. saying though. <laughs> But Two go- quick other things, buddy. Yeah. John, I mentioned it before. I think all the illegals, the intention and why we're having the mayors of these northern big cities, you know, it, it seems like it would be the easiest question in the world for a reporter to just ask. You guys are balking at the fact that you're getting, I mean, even if it's ten or 20,000 of these quote-unquote migrants who are actually, you know, they've been cajoled illegals as opposed to what's going on in Texas or Florida Mm -hmm. or Arizona. And my real intention, I think, is that they think eventually these people are going to get work permits and and they're going to turn those states from blue or from red to blue. And I think that's what the objective is. And I don't don't even know how one could argue it. And then one quick last point, fellas, I wanted to tell you of all the people I texted today saying happy Fedsurrection day, I've gotten all emails back, you know, like almost as if you're wishing someone a happy Thanksgiving or a happy (laughs) Easter. Right. (laughs) And my point in that is as time goes on and the left plays this hand, everyone knows it's a joke. And it's a, it's going to be another reversal, Johnny, of yeah. Trump ending up winning it in the end on the argument because everyone knows it's a joke. And January 6th is going to end up being a rallying cry for Republicans as opposed to this phony narrative for Democrats. I agree. And that's all I got for you, all buddy. Right. Thank you, Tom. I that, agree. Great call, well, Tom. He's, he's totally right. Yeah. They just want to flip. They just want to flip the Republican states, especially one of the biggest ones, Texas. That, that's million. almost that's almost equal. I'm just talking about the population. That's almost equal to California. But did you hear? How, I mean, Abbott said there was over nine million people that have crossed that border. Yeah. Well, his border, his border alone. Let me give you a, a perspective or a little bit of a paradigm shift the yeah. way to think about this. This is when Biden and Mayorkas will start managing the borders. When once they've gotten enough people in to make up the difference yeah. that they actually lost yeah. 2020 by. I know that's controversial. Yeah. Tough toodle. It's not controversial here because we say the same thing. Right. The biggest rigged election ever in our, in, in recorded history, except maybe um, the Kennedy election. <laughs> it was stolen. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, you look, you look back at, and there's been a lot of election uh, issues that have occurred. And, and really what happened on January 6th was asking you know, people keep saying, you know, Trump overturning. No, I think he was challenging and requesting 
yep. that six or seven state certifications be sent back. And we're finding out a lot more. And re-adjudicate it. And when you start looking into the research by people doing things locally yeah. in these counties, it is unbelievable what happened. All right. Real, really quickly, Vilan, this is for you. Ray from Arlington Heights. What's Welcome going on? to Black and Right. Happy New Year to they, um, John Anthony and Verlon Galloway. Happy New Year. I hope you have a, a real good New Year. Um, I have a message for Verlon. <laughs> and John, please don't hate me. I won't. I won't. I promise you I won't. John, please don't hate me. <laughs> Verlon, I've been thinking about you for the last four hours ever since I passed the Desplaines Theater. And I've seen that two weeks from today there's going to be a George Michaels tribute oh. show. A George Michaels tribute show. I love it, Ray. I love it. Oh, Ray. I love it. Ray, you're the best. we got to go to Ray. Thank you so much, Ray. Uh, Larry, Craig, Mitchell, Robert, Jim, hold the line. I promise you we'll get your calls. Uh, actually, we got Tom DeVore coming up next. So I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get at least two calls in at before Tom DeVore comes on. Okay. Uh, Tom, thanks for joining us today. We got to come up with a nickname for him. Yeah. 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 We'll be right back. Thank you. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. George Michaels. Man, Tom's hard, man. He's taking it hard. I, I used to love this group. Yeah, it's not it's not George Michaels. That's all right. <laughs> I can switch it up. Uh, welcome That's back. the only song I karaoke. <laughs> you karaoke that? Yeah. Ooh, how, how's your voice? Du, yes. du that's du that German. That's me. that German rock group. I think that was the du only one that came out back in the day. You are not black. <laughs> you are simply not black. You ain't black. I Please mean, George Michael, <laughs> right. Rammstein. Wait, my George, kind of guy. But George Michael, minus the George Michael, over, over Marvin Gaye. Hey, look, man, it was the eighties. That's when Prince was the hottest oh, thing ever. Suck. Madonna was over the hottest Sam thing Cook. ever. Cindy Lauper was the hot, hottest thing ever. No, and, no, no. Don't and, ignore and George what he just Michael. Said. This was eighty four. Don't ignore what he just said. What? What happened? What would you just say? George Michael over Sam Cook. Over Sam Cook. Sam Cook was like kind of back in the day. I'm gonna knock you with this boy. <laughs> Al Green. That, over Al Green. No, 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 listen. I'm Give just, me some Crown I'm just War. Asking. Give me some Crown War and a 12 pack. I'm, I'm, I'm Al Green, baby. He got me in a whole nother zone, man. Uh, while we wait on Tom DeVore to come, let's go to Larry from McHenry County. Larry, welcome to Black and Right. Hello, fellas. My uh, old friend and uh, with whom uh, I uh, have joined on an adventure with Freedom Square Tom and my. Uh, New friend John. Yes. Uh, good to hear you guys on the air. And uh, to your last point about the immigration uh, issue, um, I think this is a problem that goes way beyond our border. Um, it's not confined to our southern border. It's going on in Canada and Australia and uh, Germany and Denmark and Italy and mm-hmm. just about every other Western nation. Um, Great that's Britain. not a coincidence. It's happening Hello? in London. It's happening in London and Paris as well. Are you there, Larry? It has oh. for several decades. Yeah. In 
Western Europe, especially. Yeah. Um, do you think it's? A, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's a plan? Do you think this is planned? I firmly believe it is, and I believe uh, the answers are, are already out there. The people that are planning, organizing, funding it, uh, supporting it, endorsing it um, are uh, are well known to us all. They the and they don't make this a secret. Uh, if you listened uh, at Davos to some of the speeches, um, if you uh, uh, read Klaus Schwab's uh, uh, The Great Reset. Um, it's, uh, Klaus has been planning this for, uh, since 1971, uh, uh, since the foundations of the, the WEF were formed. Mm. Um, their tentacles are far reaching. They control Western economies. The DEI initiative, yep. um, is an outpouching of them through, uh, people like BlackRock and Vanguard and others, oh. uh, it's always been happening by accidents, and maybe I'm a you know a tinfoil hat type, and Tom knows me probably to be such. <laughs> no, uh, no. You know, I know. No, you got a lot of you got I... a lot of cling wrap there too, which I do too, Larry. <laughs> and it's great that you called, buddy. I also want to say hi to your mom because I know she's listening, and I just want to thank her for putting up oh. with us in high school. She's going to cook Lithuanian food for you next time, man. Oh, well, I'm coming. Well, we're we're going to be ready. ready. Yeah. You know how, John, you were thinking AM560 yeah. in Salem? Yeah. It's because of AM560 in Salem, Larry and I reconnected. Oh, man, that's amazing. Um, after what, 40 years, Larry? Wow. 35 years? Uh, 40. You know, everybody wow. kind of went their own way after early college. And uh, uh, it, it's amazing because we're all so, sort of drawing back together over the same issue now. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, really a neat thing. Uh, kind of unexpected, you know, one of the few positive uh, things from all of uh, these experiences the last few years. Yeah. Well, Larry, thank you so much. we got a, the phone lines are packed. <laughs> Great talking to you, Larry. I think it's Tom today. Larry, thank Say you so much. Edge. That's because your show is awesome. Thank and, you. And you've got a great guest, and uh, God bless you all for doing this. Um, and come on over to Mama sometime for Lithuanian food, and Tom, keep up the good work with Freedom Square. Thank I you. love watching it grow. Thanks, right, Larry. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm there for Lithuanian. You ever had Lithuanian food? No. Oh, That's brother. it. You know what? That's oh. where we do our lunch we were talking about. We'll go yeah. to uh, Grand Dukes down in, uh, oh, gosh, what is that, 75th and 355. Oh, sweet. Let's do it. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, uh, da, 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 Craig from Mount Greenwood. What's up, brother? Hey, John. Sorry, man. Start off the new year right here and taking get hooked up with you. you got, and you got a couple of good cats there with you, uh, Verlina and Tom. Huh? Yeah, uh, he's on the he's on the chipmunk line. Yeah. Uh, I love the chipmunk line. Hey, you guys feel like playing some baseball? <laughs> call back. Uh, oh. Hey, can you give give me another minute, uh, Pistol Pete? Give me another minute. Uh, let's let's go to Robert from Bloomingdale. Robert, welcome to the Black and Right. The, that restaurant you're referring to is in Darien, Illinois. The Grand Dukes. It used to be on 65th and uh, Harlem Avenue in the old neighborhood in Chicago. That's oh, right, nice. Robert. Thank nice. you. Look yeah. at Rob. Darien. With the assist. What's up, brother? <laughs> My wife is Lithuanian, so I know Lithuanian food is the thing, you know. So, uh, first of all, we can't discount what happened on Epstein Island. That is a total travesty, and justice should prevail on that one. But, you know, and then what I want to call about, the Tribune says, Biden land bases President Trump. Really? Yeah. I want to ask what's going to happen if Illinois 
happens to um, bump President Trump oh. off the ballot. Yeah. How, when is that going to happen? And I would say write in President Trump's name, ladies and gentlemen, on um, the ballot and get that in. Robert, so can, yeah. Robert, President Trump will be on the ballot in all 50 states. Here's the reason why. Yeah. The president must be at least 35 years of age, be a natural-born citizen, and must live have lived within the United States for the last 14 years. President Trump, I know what people say. He doesn't have to be convicted. Uh, he doesn't have to be charged with insurrection to be to, for the, for, the 14th Amendment and uh, Section 3 to, to apply. Well, first of all, the first part of Section uh, the 14th Amendment talks about due process. How are you yeah. going to skip over the due process? I think the Supreme Court, which he put mm-hmm. three... I, and and I, know, I know a lot of people are upset with some of the decisions that the Supreme, uh, the three that Trump, but you know what? They went back to how we used to do things on the Supreme Court. You know, yeah. they, they, they don't believe that the Constitution is a living, breathing thing. It, it says what it says, and I think the people that Trump put on there are going to do, even if John Roberts doesn't, I think it's going to be a five, it may be a 5-4 decision. Hopefully it's a 9 nothing decision, because he should be on there, and, yeah. and he's going to be in all 50. Uh, yeah. I think the Supreme Court is going to do their job, so... Thanks yeah. so much for calling us. Thanks, Robert. We appreciate you. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. If I was a governor here, I would be afraid because all of these people in China, military age. India, military age. Even myself, uh, I'm military age. And there's a question is coming up in here. One more, uh, one uh, um, scary question. If an incident between U.S. and China uh, occur in uh, Taiwan, what these people do? Are they come aside of U.S. or they take uh, China's side? Don't know. And, and no one's know. What was the route you took uh, from I, Iran? Uh, come to Turkey and Turkey to Mexico, Mexico to United So what would, what would prevent a terrorist from doing the same thing? Nothing. Exactly Welcome back nothing. to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. You heard that. That was about a guy, military age. He said he saw other military age people. He came from, he went from Iran to Turkey, from Turkey to Mexico, Mexico right into our border. What would stop anybody else from doing that? The exact same thing. You heard what he said? Nothing. Right. That's what we're up against, folks. This is what we're up against. This is a national security crisis that we're dealing with this is not just listen we're americans we believe we know people want to come here for the american dream one of the things i said i've I've always said one of the people i think is going to save america is going to be the immigrant the people that have that 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 have escaped from um uh um, places like venezuela and and places like um um uh, uh, china and places where people have suffered persecution i think they're going to come here um and, and shift and change who we are as a man. I, I believe that. I believe, I believe they want, these people want a brighter future. That's true. But it's a way to do it. That's what I, but, but, but right now, agree with you. we're way past national security threat. We're way past crisis. I am just counting the days before we see on TV sometime yep. this year a national attack. Yeah, uh, it's just going to be an attack and it's going to be it's going to hurt a lot of people. No matter of fact, it's going to kill a lot of people. Let's yeah. just be real. Yeah. And that's a guaranteed win for Donald Trump. I don't like to look at it. Yeah. I uh, hope uh, that doesn't politically. Happen that I hope it doesn't happen. But yeah. guess what? That'll probably be the only way America will wake up is when we see on TV another national bombing. Right. Tom? Got it. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. You know, I. 
Dan, I, what you said about the immigrant is uh, is so true with um, with the work we've been doing with Freedom Square, and uh, we've been around the country at different events and talking to people. We found find some of the most incredible patriotic spirit in in the dissidents from China, yeah, Vietnam, yes, Venezuela, Cuba, North Korea. Yep. There's a couple of North Koreans that are, are now out and outspoken. One that's yeah. now uh, connected with uh, Turning Point USA. Um, they understand um, what freedom is really about, and, for, and and we've lost it. Our schools have become secular madrasas. We bring people in, and they're taught to hate. They hate to hate, you know, hate or not even discuss God. Right? Uh, hate your country, you know, and and just be immersed in this ide- ideological junk yes that the, I, that the left sits in now, Go ahead, bro. i know i know that they're trying to keep a lid on things in iowa but this last school shooting that just happened do you think that might be behind uh in they, iowa yeah they, 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 they already scrubbed his uh his social media they scrubbed it they scrubbed it are you kidding me no and this actually it's news you can find on freedom square but they scrubbed it because he was in uh Alphabet soup activist. Oh, that has been the last six or seven mass shooters. Nashville. They've been trying. Nashville, Nashville or- was another tra- tragedy, and then on top of it, you have you've got the media and you've got law enforcement being pressured to keep right. it covered. Right. If things were reversed, you know, you know that. There, the oh. FBI, now you know that. Seven. Yeah. Even See, some of the people they tried to make appear to be right wing, they weren't right wing. They weren't. But let, let, let's let's get these calls back. Let's get these calls off the line. Uh, Craig from Mount Greenwood, thanks so much for calling back. You were on the chipmunk line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. What's up, buddy? You, you guys dumped me like a hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to call back. Oh, great, great. Uh, you know. Uh, I'll tell you what, you guys are spot on. That, a couple of these callers, John, you got some great callers coming in there, spot on on what they know what's going on. And That's uh, true. what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say was, is um, there must be some kind of communication breakdown between these um, top, well, the heads of our country and I mean, all the government people, all the top uh, brass there with all their leftist fascist ideas. They know exactly what they're doing and they are doing it all on purpose and they're trying to destroy this country. But something happened with the communication breakdown to their little foot soldier yeah. fascists, the little mayors like Brandon and yeah. uh, and that other. Uh, well, Adams and, got, Adams got back in line after uh, you know after he was dealing with all that you know with his uh, campaign. But uh, Craig, we got to go, uh, guys. Please hold the line. I'm going to get you guys off. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with my good friend, Tom Sadeka from Freedom Square. Head over to freedomsquare.com. Check out everything they're doing. And the troublemaker, you're trying to, I, I got a feeling there's some trouble that you're trying to push out there. I feel it. I, I, I sense it. <laughs> I really coming. do. I See, I, I figured. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, right, guys. Uh, we got what, one, five calls on the line. I'm going to go right, keep it short, keep it simple, because... Um, Hopefully, in the, at the top of the hour, we'll have my friend Cashley Kelly. I don't want you guys holding on the line. Let's go to Jim from Chicago. What's up, brother? I thought you were waiting for next year to take my call. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> anyway, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, I just wanted to point out the irony. The first uh, nominee for the Grand Oak Party from the state of Illinois, after uh, they were the Whigs and the Know-Nothings, they became the Republican Party. 
Abe Lincoln, and now this would be the first time that a grand old party candidate will be unceremoniously kicked off the ballot. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and you that's think that's a good irony, thing? I don't know what is. You think that's a good thing for the republic? You th- you you think that a president and who's using his Department of Justice to go after his political opponent? Wait, wait, Jim, Jim, hold on, let yeah, me finish. Yeah. Which wait, 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 hold on. Before remember, they said that this is what Trump was going to do. Biden is actually doing it. Yeah, but Shannon, these are these are Supreme Court judges of Illinois, and Supreme Court judges of Colorado, and Supreme Court judges of Maine. They're not they're taking. Uh, okay. Well, the, well, what happened was five people, party, five people, five people filed a complaint to get Trump kicked off the ballot. It will be picked up by Illinois Supreme Court, but none of all all of that is noise because once they the Supreme Court of the land picks up the, the Colorado case and once they Null rule once they rule on that it's going to set the standard for every yeah. other state so you can no, forget but about it's, it. But I, Jim, this Jim, is a, Jim, I, I'm sorry. Not, I, 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 I got to go. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Eduardo. Eduardo, we got about two minutes, so I need you to go quick. All right. So the commercial mortgage debt, Tom, you might want to comment on this. New York, $9.8 billion, Chicago, $2.1 L.A. 1.8, 40% are underwater. The heavier burden is not going on residential. So what do you think about this? I mean, what, what, what are you going to do with these empty buildings? All right. Thanks so much, Eduardo. Tom? I think they're going to become, uh, what are those called, favelas? We're probably going to convert them to some sort of government residential yep, housing. That's what I wow. Yep. Oh, for, for, the, yep. for the migrants, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Mitchell from Des Plaines. Let's go. we got a minute, minute, right, minute and 30. Mitchell and Nixon and Kennedy in 60. It's not just dead people in Cicero, Danielle, that were voting multiple times. It came down to West Virginia because why? Joseph P. Kennedy is calling Sam Giancana every 15 minutes <laughs> on the night of the election because it's too close. This is when the fix was in, Daddy O. And what happens is that there was a lot of electoral college votes in West Virginia. The media got it wrong. They based it on the popular vote. It's not. It's based on right. the 270 votes that came down to it. And by the way, Nixon, right? Yeah, quick. In 2024, you're going to see the disclosure of the C. Van Wimmer report that's going to show that what he did was nothing compared to Watergate because ex-presidents were much worse. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy O? I do, Mitchell. Thank you. Let's go to Jim. Loud also, and clear. Jim, South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show. You got a minute. Jim. Go. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New, happy New, New Year. Year, brother. Anyways, um, I think Trump would have been better off if we would have been part of that group that burned down the restaurant in Atlanta during the summer of love, because they had a five hundred dollar fine for community service. Oh, oh wow, God. done that. Yeah, that's true. That's that's, that's a really good. Are you here? Are you here? Are you in Honduras? Yeah. Well, I'm heading to my buddy's uh, political party up in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Woo! Oh, I'll be listening to you guys on the way up there. All right. Thank Thanks, you so man. much, Jim. Uh, Lawrence, you got you got twenty five seconds. Go. Uh, God, that's an insult uh, for a man like me. 30 years accomplishments, standing up for integrity and elections for 10 plus years before January 6th. To only give me 10 seconds, why don't you hold me over till after I, the I, other I gotta, guys? Call back in the next hour. How about that? It's, it's not. Listen, brother. That's Liberty Lawrence. Right. Lawrence, don't ever say it's, a, it's an insult. Uh, this is radio. This is how it moves. It moves fast. So never say it's an insult, brother. Uh, you listening to Black and Right, Hour 2. Hopefully, Cassidy Kelly. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. 
You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Time with the dance moves. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it on radio. I ain't got no rhythm, so I'm. <laughs> everybody, on, everybody on just streaming. I've have, have, have just saw you with the breakdown when your your dance moves. <laughs> welcome back, hour I two. Forget of, about that. Yeah, welcome back, hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. If you missed that first hour, head over to five sixty theanswer dot com. Download the podcast, Black and Right Radio. You can take this show no matter where you are in the world. Literally, the world. We've had people call in, call us from. Um, uh, Switzerland mm-hmm. and and uh, didn't somebody call us? Somebody called from China from Italy and China one time. I don't remember China. Uh, so somebody we've had a couple of people call us from the continent of Africa. Yeah. So this show is Peoria. Peoria. I need some far yeah. off places. Yeah. <laughs> Peoria. That ain't is nowhere's land. There's <laughs> no man's land in Peoria. Peoria. You ever been there? <laughs> yes. Uh oh. Peoria. Wait, um, why are you gonna say it like that? That's a beautiful city, though. Listen, man, ain't nothing going on. Ain't nothing. No reason for you, you to go there, but work. But but the the is that the river? What river is that 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 goes through Peoria? You know you have you ever been down? They got some beautiful radio. I mean, you know, radios, um, restaurants right off the river. Yeah. Oh, in Peoria, where I was at, it was nothing going. Well, you on. were on the hood side. Yeah, I was in the hood. <laughs> I love Peoria, man. Rock really Island, love. all those places is pecking. You get a job, pecking. And all you do is go to work and go home. It's peaking in Illinois, pecking in Illinois, pecking all that. You know what's a great city name is Effingham. I mean, Ooh, how many uh, times do we yeah, say that at right. Christmas? I, I would right. love to say that. I think I burnt the Effingham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's where my people are from. So I, I recently found out about four years ago that I was white. I was like, "What? Oops, I'm mm. black and white. Really, me? That's awesome. I thought I was black and, and and Latino for so many years. My mom, that's what my mom told me. Come to, I took the ancestry DNA test." Come to find out, my dad is a white boy. White boy. White boy. <laughs> I remember hey, hey, you sharing you know that yeah. with Amy. And Ta- I yeah. thought, yeah. Ta- Ta- I, mean- I, I, I got to ask you this. I'm sorry, since we're on the subject. I got a boy uh, <laughs> named Lucas. Uh-oh. He lived. He grew up in Gary, so you know he had to go to school with black kids. And they used to say, white boy. Uh-huh. What, you, what you talking about, white boy? He, he hates that worse than the N-word. Well, how do you feel about Hunky? a bunch of, bunch of black people <laughs> just saying, hey, white boy? Hey, white boy. Care. You don't? No. You yeah. sure? I'm sure. You didn't grow up around a lot of black people calling you white boy if you don't care. I grew up in Cicero, which was pretty close to Chicago. Italian, but man. Although I didn't run into you, you're absolutely right. See? But you didn't I, get called white boy every listen, day. Listen, if, if going back to like eighth grade or, or 12th See, grade, go when, you're, when you're in your formative years uh-huh. to, get, to kind of be called names, yeah, that yeah. probably would have hurt. Where I'm at today, nah. of course, you're like, no, you don't. I would correct him. I'd say I'm olive skin. <laughs> nice. Because. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm from Lithuania, yeah. and the Lithuanians were settled from the uh, the subcontinent of in, from the India region. And so. I had a Jewish boss, and we used to joke about that. He, he said, I'm not white. I'm olive skin. I said, so which one, black or green? <laughs> oh, I hate So you. I'm asking you the same I, question. Don't you hate this dude? Black I, or green? Which one? Green. <laughs> See? <laughs> Money man, that's, that's green for real. Nice, yeah. nice. We, we gonna hang out. Wait till we get a chance to really hang out. Although oh, I like black olives. Yeah, wait. I mean, love black. Olives. Have you guys heard? 
So I may, I posted to my Facebook page, Black and Right Radio, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine being a white guy, and your name is Noah Kaniga. Oh, no. Oh. N-O-A. <laughs> N-O-A. <laughs> I've been asking him for that clip for I don't know how long. Wait. N-O-A-K-N-I-G-G-A. That's, that's awesome. Can you imagine how <laughs> sports broadcasters are going to be sweating? <laughs> to make sure they don't, they make sure they say that, huh? Because <laughs> listen, listen, listen to his name. I'm sorry, Tom. Tom. I know Tom is not offended by this stuff, but listen to his name without the K. Okay. Noah nigga. Oh, <laughs> that's his name. You the one pushing the envelope, not me. But listen, can you imagine? I didn't. I didn't use the hard R. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine being a sports broadcaster? Can you imagine growing up? Dude. You know how kids are cruel with names. Dude, if I'm a sportscaster, I'm like, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. think I think we're going to find that one of the first times in, in language history, the N is going to be silent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in that combination. <laughs> Look at him. He coughed up. He coughed up. Oh my goodness! Usually the kids silent, but, you know what? but not in this case. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to stick to what I always believed in. It's a character builder because you're going to get over it as a kid by high school or minimum college. Oh, you're going to get over man. being called names. They're going to kids will have called you every name in the book. There's nothing that's going to pierce your armor after that. I right? hate y'all, man. I love it. I hate y'all. I really do. I'm starting to hate. I, I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. I knew you. I knew you had trouble somewhere. Oh, it's not. It's not uh, going in there. Just let me give an update about Cashley Kelly. Uh, got off the phone uh, with uh, Erica, his fiance. Uh, he'll call back in about five thirty-five, five forty-ish okay. time. Okay. Uh, this, um, the prison's playing a little hardball with him right now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's what they do. You know. Uh. But they're stupid. They're very stupid. But hopefully we'll get them on and uh, we'll have some some time with them and just you know. He's a really good dude, Tom. Yeah, he's a really you've you've met him. Yeah, you've been, in studio, with him. And and been in, in studio with him. And been in studio with him. Yeah, so that's another wrongful conviction. But I'm yeah. not going to get on that. So mm. I'm telling you, there's a there's a lot of wrongful convention uh, convictions, and it's, it's an absolute disgrace to our nation as to it is. how most of these people are being treated. Um, we interviewed for our uh, Inside the Square program a uh, grandmother from Florida who was sentenced to 10 months prison because she stepped over a barrier outside the Capitol. Oh. How long? 10 months. Wow. Jesus. Well, look at look at Enrique Enrique Terrio. I know him. I hung out with him. Yeah. Um wasn't even there. <laughs> right? 22 years. You know why he got it. He's a supporter of Trump. Yeah, and he was right. outspoken. And he had a platform, and they felt like that influenced other people. Right. Look look what they're trying to do to Trump, because they feel he influenced people. They want to lock him up. Well, listen to what Joe Biden had to say about, because he spoke today on the anniversary on the anniversary of January 6th. Listen to what he had to say. Listen to specifically what he had to say about Trump. One desperate act available to him, the violence of January the 6th. Since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. What's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these these insurrectionists patriots. It's because they are. They're patriots. He continues. And he promised to pardon them if he returns to office. Trump said that there was a lot of love on January the 6th. 
Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the nation, including law enforcement, saw a lot of hate and violence. Wrong. One Capitol Police officer called it a medieval battle. That same officer called vile rape was called vile racist names. What's that? Who? What? I don't. Which yeah, was, and that was, officer, turned out to be that officer also flunked history. Right. A medieval battle. <laughs> Get over. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but but even it came out that that officer was lying. They never used the of course against him. You know they never used that that word against him. And for him to say, now I've been watching a lot of the the, vid- the audio the video that's been released. Um, I actually put I have a timeline on here. I was going to save it, but I, I don't know if I'm going to play it or not. But what I saw, based upon the time, because I, I I looked at the time. I didn't care about what nobody said. I looked at the timing because I'm a former investigator. I know how to investigate this stuff. When while all this was happening, they there was nobody trying to get into the Capitol until after. This is what it looks like to me, until they started firing on them with with the the the, the pellets and the canisters and the. And, yeah. the, and the pepper spray concussion. That's grenades when they concussion grenade. That's when they start getting violent. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? I believe the 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 feds that were in there started riling people up. Let's go in. That's what I believe. I believe that what happened on James, January six was not an insurrection. I don't know how many times I have to say this until I'm blue in the face. You probably know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan. You want to know what an insurrection is? Go back and watch the clips from back in, what's that, 2022, 2021? When did Afghanistan take, I mean, the Taliban, don't, Taliban don't, take, we, we take. Oh, that, that was like a few months after Joe Biden got in. Go look at ago. that. That's what an insurrection mm-hmm. looks like. That's what an insurrection looks like. But to have feds assisting with rallying them up, I'm having Tariq, Lieutenant, Tariq, former Lieutenant Tariq Johnson, Capitol Police. He said it was a coup. It was a number two, allegedly, the number two woman in charge who led the coup on January 6th. I tried to get him on today. He said, man, he's just, he just passed out because he's done so many interviews. But he said, I'll be the last interview he does. Okay. I cannot wait to have him on. You Absolutely. Listen, yeah, you listen in the black and right. Charles Butler coming up next. Uh oh. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. There you go. I think that music right there is for Charles Butler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, Charles Butler actually used to have a radio show, I believe, here on these airways. Charles Butler, what's up, brother? I haven't seen you since we were at that Republican meeting with the Republican RNC operative. I think we were downtown. It was me, you, Babette, Raquel, and a couple other um, black Republicans that we had that meeting. I haven't seen you since then, brother. That's true. That's yeah. true. And, you know, yeah, I... They, uh, they, they tried to put that rhino... Well, they made a rhino uh, president of the... or chairman of the uh, Illinois Republican Party. <laughs> Charles started already. Yeah. He started already. Charles always got one in the chamber. That's what I love about well, you, was, my brother. How you doing? Good. Doing you great. Doing? Yeah. But how are you, you doing? You got a good show. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. But I just want to tell you, John, you got a great show. I hear a lot of good things about your show and, and the things you. that you're doing. And, of course, you know, Tom is my brother. Uh, Tom and I did a show there at 
560 about uh, 13 years ago, yeah. around this time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Around this time, 13 years ago. Remember that time? <laughs> I do, Charles. Yeah, I remember. I remember being put in a position at that time. I was representing my payroll. I was there as a payroll company yeah. CEO, and Charles is asking me, like, you know this uh you know this politician she carries she's got a conceal and carry and it's funny how she's against uh yep. you know rights for other people for gun owners but he goes she's carrying because her husband's cheating on her Tom what do you think I'm like mm. Charles I <laughs> don't know I can tell you what the I can tell you what the social security threshold is this year but I'm not going to comment on that <laughs> Charles what have you been up to brother what have you been up to are you are you out of radio altogether no, I'm just taking a hiatus. I'm getting ready to uh, launch a new show. I, I got. Well, talk about it. You can talk about it. it. I, I, you go ahead. You can talk about it. Wait, 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 where's where can people listen We're to it? Launch at? a new radio show over on a on a station uh, called Django. Oh, ooh. and uh, they're they're launching uh, uh, next month, and so I'll have a TV show, podcast, you know, kind of thing over there. Yeah. Okay. See, he didn't want to talk so about where though. See, easy. That, see, where can people find it then? Because I I want to listen. Well, well, well. We'll find it. Uh, we'll find it in February. I'm going to start, you know, bringing my guests on, and you know, like, uh, you know, I had uh, Michael Steele is a very good friend of mine. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, he and I go back. Michael and I go back about thirty years. Wow. And uh, you know, he has a new TV show. Yeah, and it's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah, he's switching Even up on us a little on bit. MSNBC. Yeah. He's switching up on us. Switching up on a little bit. You have you? Oh, he's switched up a lot. Yeah, yeah. he definitely <laughs> switched up a lot. I'm yeah. trying to be nice. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I was going I was going to ask you. I mean, man, Michael Steele, you causing controversy out the gate, right? Because <laughs> you, he's like been banned from the conservative movement. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But um, uh, they kind of abandoned him, and uh, you know, that's a, that's another story. You know, my, when Michael was chair of the of the RNC, uh, he switched more seats. Than anyone since the uh, since 1929. Wow! Or uh, Republicans won. Yeah, he never got credit for that. He traveled all over the country in a bus. Yeah, uh, never got credit for that. Uh, but uh, that was a whole. You know, Carl Rove was involved in that, and you know, Carl Rove was. You know, don't get me started on him. He's a thief. And I'm wow. coming into his face. I can't stand him. Oh boy! But would you I go? I'm, 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 but would you go be a contributor? On MSNBC, I mean that was just. If that's your, listen, he has a family to feed. Yeah, you know he he couldn't get paid. JC Watts, JC Watts can't get hired by any conservative group. And you, and you know JC's a true conservative. Yes, he is. Yeah, uh, he couldn't get picked up. Uh, you know Raynard Ray, Jackson, he can't get hired by by anyone. Uh, uh, he can't get hired by Salem anyone. Charles Butler, we can't. You know we don't get hired. Yeah, uh, they want our content. Yeah, and Charles, and Charles, and Charles, one thing I'll say, Valon, I don't think you listened to Charles Radio when he was on radio. No. Uh, that's that's the type of content that Charles put out there. He went after people okay. on both sides of the aisle. He he did not cower. He and and he he spoke his truth. He would. I mean, if you ever listen to him, I remember the show because I I listened to it and you know I I appreciate it because some of the stuff, um, uh, I, because I listened to Charles Butler, I'm I'm willing to say I'm not afraid because what they gonna do to me. That's yeah. basically Charles's well, MO. Yeah, Charles, what I love about Charles, he was always focused on the principle. Correct. And that's the fulcrum. Correct. And then whether you're right or left and you're off off base, you're off base. Correct. And, yeah, he's he's uh, he's an equal opportunity headbanger. Yes, I love he, it. What, he, yeah, that's, that's what Jonathan Jackson said, the, the, the new congressman. Yeah. But uh, Jesse's son. But check this out, guys. 
You know, I talked about illegal immigration in sanctuary cities yeah. back in 07. Yep. I called Daly out for spending taxpayer money on, on criminals back in 07. Everybody called me a xenophobe and a racist and all these. And now they're doing the same thing 15 years later. Yep. They're too late to the party. I, I remember. Uh, I, Tom was talking during the break. He, he, we, we were talking about how, you know, they talk about Israel going back to the land. What? How do we get more black people to come back to the party of Lincoln? Because this is this is this well, this is our home. Well, what we have to do. Well, the, the the problem is we have to tell the truth. Yeah. And the only way I don't try to do, you know, I don't do, try to do converts. I try to uh, put the truth out there. Like when I say, well, you know, uh, uh, Democrats voted against the Civil Rights Act. You know that, right? Yep. People go, no, no, no. They, I said, no, that's bullshit. Go oh, look whoa. <laughs> See, I know he into the conversation yeah, now. Yeah. Charles, I'm going to put a Charles, dollar in the jar for you. Charles, you know what? But wait, let me, let me, let me uh, jump in there since, since you already made it an awkward pause. Listen, I talk, ab- I talk about this all the time. You're trying to go sorry, back to, I'm you, sorry. That's okay. You're trying to go back to basics. Okay. But black people don't want to hear that now. They bought into the victim mentality. And we were just talking about this before the break. All they want is cut me a check. I'm t- uh, we have a. a, a- no, hey, listen, I, I'm telling you right now, you know, I, what I see, John, I, and I may be wrong, but I'm telling you what I see and what I saw in 2020 was, I, you know, I, I sell insurance. And I would talk to people and they would tell me, we just had a family call and 40 of us were on the call. And we all decided we we're going to vote for Trump. I mean, this was black family after black family after black family, not just one or two. And uh, I hear that now. And, you know, when you go on YouTube, you see all these these black folks and these Latinos saying, I'm going to vote for Trump. And they have the whole the, the whole thing lined up, you know, the low inflation. You know, they I mean, they they refute they everything that Biden say, oh, inflation's coming down. And, and these people are saying the same thing you and I are saying. Well, it wasn't high before you got in. <laughs> and and that wasn't me, Charles. That was the troublemaker, Valon Galloway. So, right. But so, so you don't believe that black people by the majority want something for their vote, like uh, some kind of reparations or some kind of whatever no. they want. A, a, they no. want. You don't believe that? No, I think they want what they I think what people are looking for. Uh, there are jobs like when Trump was in, everybody had a job. Yep. You looked at black labor participation. It was the highest that it had ever been at historic levels. You look at black unemployment. It's at the lowest levels historically that it had ever been. Yeah. And those are the things that people want. Like today, these, these CEOs, you, I heard today on the, on the TV, these CEOs are calling up talking about, but we need the illegals to be able to work so we can pay them. Yep. They won't hire black people, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. <laughs> they won't true. have black people. Hey, hey, I mean, black unemployment is ten percent right now. That's true. You know, well, we 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 we, we want to hire illegals. We we need a, we need the way the pathway to work. I mean, you know, they need to be put in jail, man. Where's the NAACP? So where's the NAACP on this? Where's the Urban League on this? Where to be found? You know, they they in church on their knees praying. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Charles. You know how I know you're right. Uh, I have a cousin, I have a couple cousins, but my one cousin, he was, I mean, he just diabolically hated Trump. He's been listening to my radio show. I'm sure he's listening right now. He lives in Memphis. He's listening to my show right now. And he called me one day. He said, Cuzzo, I'm sorry. You were right. You were right about everything. He says, I've been listening to your show. I mean, John is right. He says, I've been listening to your show and I've been listening to how you break down the issues. 
He says, I, mm-hmm. I, I've never really heard it that way. He says, you know, because we grew mm-hmm. up, Charles, you know how it is. We grew up, what, blind, Democrat, just because oh, you're yeah. black. You're, yeah. you're by birth. You're Democrat by birth. And so uh, when I was, I was able to break it down, you know what he called? He called me about a couple, um, about two months ago and said, Cuzzo, I'm voting for Trump. Mm. Wow. I was like, that's great. And he said, all of us, all of the cousins you, are voting for Trump down in Memphis. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look on YouTube. That's all you see of people on the street. They, they stopping people in the Bronx. They stopping people in Queens. Yeah. And I mean, they have our talking points. They're like, dude, you know, Biden is, you know, the guy, the, the guy walks with a shuffle like he's in high and house slippers. You know, <laughs> I'm not voting for him. You know, I, you know, he's going to tell me that I ain't black because yep. I ain't voting for him. Yep. And I said, you know, this guy, and, and let me just give you a little a little bit on Biden. I have pictures of me and Joe Biden together in Chicago, actually, wow. at, the, at the Union League Club. That's the last time I saw Joe. Was that where he was smelling uh, your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, but he, you know, he knew better than that at the time. You know, I don't play that. Homie <laughs> yeah. don't play that, okay? Homie don't play gotcha. that. Homie don't play that. <laughs> So anyway, we were, but uh, Joe was there. He was in pretty good shape. But I'll tell you one thing, and I, I, I'm not going to go any further. But the man's hands were softer than a woman's hand. Wow, I'm not kidding you. Oh, that means he hasn't he hasn't I'm worked a day in his life. Hey, hey, over dinner, over dinner, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Oh, but I'm telling you, I shook the guy's hands, and his hands were softer than a woman's hand. Oh. That man has not worked a day in his life. Hey, 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 not a day in his life. <laughs> hey, Charles, Charles, listen. Either or we got a five minute break. You can hold on if you want to. If not, we we I, definitely. I, I'm gonna hold on and kick it with you guys a little bit. All right, yeah. thank you. We're talking awesome. to Charles Butler, uh, former radio. I mean, just Vilan, I'm telling you, this dude. Some of the stuff he used to say. Sometimes I'd be in the car driving. Like, oh, did he just really say that? <laughs> yeah, I can't, go I, can't, I can't wait to listen you to the new go show. Look him up. You got to go look up some of his radio stuff. I'm telling you, it's gonna blow you away. You listen to the Black and White Radio on AM five sixty. Answer. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I'm his co-host, Verlon Galloway, and I'm so privileged to be sitting here with Tom Sedeka and a new friend of mine that I, I if I was out at a bar, or at a at a picnic in the summertime, I think me and Charles Butler would chop it up real yeah, good. What's going on, Charles? <laughs> I'm good. You would. I'm good. Hey, look, uh, I just heard from Mike Miller. He called while during the break. He's listening to the show. Oh, excellent. Uh, Mike's a very good friend of mine. Yeah, and uh, Tom knows him too. In fact, uh, if it, it, we wouldn't have Charlie Kirk at Turning Point if it weren't for Mike. He he funded that thing uh, from the from the beginning. Um, and, uh, but he said that a couple of his liberal friends called him and said, I don't like Donald Trump, but I'm voting for him. Wow. wow. Well, you know, if Mike Miller wants to sponsor this show, he can sponsor <laughs> yeah, this Mike, show too. I tell you what, Mike, uh, yeah, Mike's been a sponsor at, at Salem and a great supporter. I know of you, Charles and, uh, and, and turning point. And he's got a, yep, he sure he's got he a fantastic uh-huh. jewelry store out in, uh, Barrington. Barrington. Um, yes. You know, for any of those guys Miller looking jewelry. to get something for their for their ladies, I'd highly recommend Mike. Say, what's nope. the name? What's the name? He of? has some be- beautiful, beautiful. I mean, beautiful uh, jewelry out there. I believe it's, uh, it's great. Miller Fine right. Jewelry, but Mike could Mike could probably text me and. Oh, he can call in. He can join the conversation. Or Mike, with could, us. Mike, Mike could call in. Mike's another address is one. 
The address is 123 Main Street. I knew all these things. I just spent a lot of time with Mike. <laughs> Tom, Tom, you had something you want to talk to Charles about. I did. About. You know what, Charles? You know, we, we have over the years, we've talked about so much, culture, politics, and everything. And I, I, I think, uh-huh. especially watching the, uh, what is uh, what does Sean Thompson call Biden? In, uh, oh, 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 dimwood and diapers. The dimwood and diapers. <laughs> you know, I, I believe this election is not against Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden is not the one that's um, activating all this. He's just basically the front man, the sock puppet. Um, I right. think this election is against we the people uh, versus uh, the tyrants, the tyranny, the, the corruption. The I mean, you no talk question. about the media. I mean, complicit in so many lies that have led to uh, people dying, to people uh, being arrested, to uh, not being arrested, um, you know, making up stories, hiding other things, to academia, to the, mm-hmm. the politicians. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this this has got to be a battle against that, I think. And, and, and I think the people, people running for, for office need to be talking past their candidates and really addressing what uh, what the true rivalry is. Because this is it you know, for us. Tom, we lose your, this, we're done. Uh, as a country, you know, Tom, to your point, uh, you and John were talking about the um, um, the uh, J- J- January 6th, and they keep calling it an insurrection. And this is what, to your point, uh, the, 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 the FBI director, Way, Ray, said before the House, and the Senate committee under oath when he was asked, what about the insurrection on the 6th? He said it was not an insurrection. It was a domestic terror incident. Wow. And the media comes right back and uses the word, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, insurrection. Uh, and, and it's a lie. I mean, but they, I mean, they, he said there and said, no, it was not, but the media is going to tell us, Yes, it was an insurrection. We don't care what you have to say. It's an insurrection. Exactly. And even I, I, I would have to disagree with the uh, with the dear dear director uh, that it's not even domestic terrorism. Uh, I mean, what about the people think? Remember back when? Um, uh, gosh, was it Governor Walker in Wisconsin when the uh, the Capitol building was busted into and occupied? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by mm-hmm. hundreds of people yeah. for weeks. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't know outside of maybe some penalties or fines if anybody got arrested. No, or, I, I was that watching was closer to an no, insurrection because that's back when uh, Ed Schultz was alive and he was the main one of the main guys down there leading the charge. I remember that. That was the heyday of MSNBC. I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And and as uh, as uh, John had mentioned earlier, that you know, I believe there was a trap that was set. Yeah, and a lot of people were riled up. Um, people uh, had gone in. I, I had shared the story of a lady we interviewed at uh, inside the square that um, a grandmother who stepped over a barrier just outside. She got ten months in jail, um, which is terrible. Siaka, who is another friend of ours from California, who was. Uh, arrested at LAX by the FBI um, as he came off a plane, uh, leaving his um, pregnant wife there at the airport. Thank God they were traveling with a friend and had friends picking him up, but they don't care. Mm -hmm. What did Siaka do? Siaka Mm -hmm. stepped in the doorway, stood there for 71 seconds, said, this doesn't feel right, and walked away. And now he's been been raided two and a half years ago. He got arrested and uh, arraigned, and he's uh, facing... 
for misdemeanors. Wow. And I mean, you know, this is the other thing that no one, not one person has been charged with insurrection. Right. People have been charged with sedition. <clears throat> they haven't been charged with insurrection. Right. Which is an armed overthrow of the government. Correct. Correct, Charles. <laughs> man. Exactly. Charles, you gotta, Charles, when you're back up here, man, you got to come in studio. You got to come in studio. I can't wait to meet you. No. Can we hold you over for one more or you got to go? Yeah. I'll, I'll stay over for one more. My man. <laughs> Monica. You listening to Black and Right Radio. <laughs> Shut up a lot. Black and Right Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Red Radio. Charles, that's up your alley right there, isn't it, Charles? Yes, sir. Hey, Charles, listen. Let me tell you something about this uh, This dude. I would say it. He ain't black. His name Valon. He's sitting right across from me. Do you know this? This fool said George Michaels is better than Marvin Gaye. Just wake me up. Before you go, girl. No, Valon calls go, go. Him George Michaels. <laughs> Charles, could you help school this guy? No, he's he's beyond help. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide over so Verlon's got room to skip around the oh, room. Wait a minute, come on. Well, listen, listen. Back in the day, he's beyond help. Back in the day, when you used to see him on when he went solo, you can't tell me he doesn't have a better look than. Marvin Gaye. Who Marvin Gaye looked look? Marvin Gaye looked like he just stepped off the street corner. Take that mic from him. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, come yeah, on, listen, man. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye was always the, the king of cool. Yep. Uh, you you you're too young to remember. I remember the Motown review. <laughs> I remember the fifth I remember when Marvin Gaye was singing in the fifties as a solo act. You gotta remember I did grow up smooth, I grew up in all black houses. I grew up in the black smooth house. then. I'm from Detroit. Boom. So the boy was smooth then. He smooth. He was smooth now. Anytime you listen to Marvin Gaye, he gets your soul going. Okay, hello, brother. That's no. why it's called soul music. You know what? I'm not about to get ganged up on. I'm getting out of this conversation. I'm, <laughs> bow, I'm bowing out, man. This is like arguing with my father. All right, Charles. Charles, what you, I, can't, you can't do it, baby. You gotta have the facts. <laughs> Just the facts. All right, Charles, pontificate. What are we looking like in 2024? What happens in the presidential election? Uh, before we get to the presidential election, what happens with Trump on the ballot? And then I want you to, to, to enlighten the audience. What do you think 2024, November, what is it, the 9th, the 3rd, or 9th, or something like that? 3rd? What's that? The election. The general no, I, election. I, I, oh, the general election? Whatever, I think it's whatever over the date on November is, the 8th or something. Whatever the date is, tell me what, what, what does America look like after that date? Well, I, I think that Trump's going to win. Uh, you know, his case is being heard before the Supreme Court, so they're going to shut down all this nonsense. Again, we see uh, black people being exploited, uh, and, and, and you look at the 14th and 15th Amendment were created specifically for black Americans because they had taken away the Supreme Court under the racist uh, Tandy, Chief Justice Tandy, had said that no black person could be a citizen. Uh, so the 14th and 15th Amendment restored that, or the 15th Amendment restored that, uh, you know, again, but it has been used and bastardized over the years to take on these other other groups that it had nothing to do with. Um, and, and so when we look at, like I said, I just think that the Supreme Court is just going to throw it out, and that's going to be the end of that. I think that uh, Trump's going to win handily. 
uh, on Election Day in 2024. Uh, they're, they're certainly going to try to steal the election. And the other thing that you guys need to know and to understand, if you haven't already, is there was an election uh, commission formed by uh, Bush, and, and uh, or, or uh, either by Bush or Obama, I think under, or, or, well, it was in 08, so it must, I don't know who was president. But anyway, uh, the bottom line is called the Carter, um, oh, shoot. I know what you. I know what you're referencing. The analysis of uh, election integrity and the the problem with mail-in ballots. Yeah, and and, and, and it was called the the uh, uh, Carter Bacon Election Commission, and they talked about yeah, Tyler, exactly what you just said. Uh, how uh, you know elections are stolen and the, and the weak points in elections and everything. This is the, this is the critical thing here. Everything that they said would destroy elections and cheating is in that John Lewis uh, uh, Voting Rights Act. Everything. We need mail-in ballots. Yep. We need multiple days to vote. Yep. You know, and, and this commission concluded right. that those are things that are used to cheat. Hey, Isn't hey, that interesting? Yeah, <laughs> Charles, Charles, I got I to gotta, I gotta hold you real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our brother, Cash Lee Kelly. Cash! Oh. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How, How you doing? doing out there? How know, you doing? Hey, I know Cash. you only have 10 minutes. I know you only have 10 minutes. Talk to us. Yeah, what's yeah. going on? How, how are you how are you making it through this and what do you need? Let's go. Well, first, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I made it through because of God, number one. Number two, I've had great support out there from everybody. Yeah. Everybody from from uh, Erica to Russo to Dawn to everybody, all the streetlights, everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, yeah man, that's, I've been all right. Hey, I Kat, Kat can I ask you one quick question? When yeah. yeah. Was it really a peaceful crowd, and it, it didn't get excited until they started shooting into the crowd? The, um, okay, must- so I'm going to tell you like this. I've seen uh, Discovery that nobody else has seen yet. Even though they released videos to you guys, when we were in D.C. DLC locked up together, we had all the Discovery that you guys still haven't seen is sealed. Um, and from what I understood, when I, when I got there, it was peaceful. There was nothing going on. They came out and started shooting everybody with pepper balls and throwing flashbangs. And I had a video out there, you yeah. know, that I shared about it. Um, but before that, I guess, before we had got there, they had barricades up that we didn't know about. So the people that were there with Ray Epps are the ones that broke through them barricades. And uh, by the way, Ray Epps, nothing happened with him. While everybody else was rotting in D.C., well, you know, all of us, uh, he was out there free living, going before Congress lying. So... Uh, there's that, but yeah, man, they had barricades up before we got there. So I guess that's what made the reaction happen with the, with the Capitol police when I had arrived with the people that I was with, uh, that made them start shooting into them. Cause I, I was confused. I didn't know why the hell they were shooting. We weren't right. doing nothing but singing God bless America, right. you know? So yeah. Hey, was, were there feds in the crowd? Were there people who were dressed up like Trump? Yes. I would say yes, 100%. And there's a there's a lot of reasons for it. Like I say, there's discovery that you all haven't seen that's still sealed. But I would say 100% yes. Antifa. A lot of them people that have not definitely there mm-hmm. there's Antifa, but there's also what we, what I what I've learned to call right wing Antifa. The people that pretended to be MAGA that weren't. They pretended to be conservatives that were not. They were not there for that. They were there to cause the, the same chaos like how – you remember when BLM was going through the streets, right? Yeah. And you had the, the peaceful BLM protesters were like, yo, we weren't doing any of those things. But then you seen the guys breaking through windows and, and throwing, uh, starting things on fire. And they were saying they're not with us. That was Antifa. And it's the same thing. It was like a psyop. They entered – they infiltrated both sides and caused the chaos. 
Right. So I mean, it, it gets real deep, man. There's stuff in them in them in the discovery that you guys haven't seen with uh with agents doing signals. They have earpieces in, and they're dressed up like regular people, and they're letting things happen. So it's mm-hmm. like it, it for me, it feels like entrapment. But right. you yeah. know, that's my opinion. I can't prove any of it. Right. I can't tell you what I've seen. Cash, I know we got to take a quick break. I know you only have a few more minutes. We're gonna take a quick break and come back. Okay, we're talking to Cash yeah. Lee Kelly, a January six. <sighs> He's a patriot, and he's a prisoner of war. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. Before the break, we were talking to political prisoner Cash D. Kelly. Charles, you got a question for Cash? Yeah, hey Cash, uh, have you have you run into uh, a guy named Larry Lagasse? He, he's w- one of the people. His name is Larry, uh, Lawrence Lagasse, L I G A S. Well, he's been charged like yourself. Uh, he was standing there peacefully on the steps, and he got charged by the FBI. In fact, he's going to be in court on Monday, but he's yeah, from uh, from Chicago. Still, man. Yeah, they got a lot of they got a lot of people that they, that they still charging, man. And, you know, there's still a lot of guys that are still locked up in D.C. right now. They're still bringing in more people. I think they got about 35 people out there uh, in D.C. D.O.C. still right now in C2B where I was. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not it's not shocking to me, man. They're going to keep on trying to arrest people. They got until 2026 to uh, to keep arresting people that were, you know, there January 6th because the statute of limitations won't be up until then. Right. So they're going to keep going for people. I, I got a, I got a uh, question. I, Oh, I'm sorry. I wish you I wish you well, man. I wish you well, and uh, you know, God bless you. And I uh, hope he, you know, we can pull this thing out, and you guys get pardoned. And you can put this chapter behind you. Amen. Oh man, it's already behind me, bro. God done brought me through. I'm coming home. I'll be home here in a couple of days, man. Okay, okay. I have a question for you. I have this private argue, argument with this celebrity figure. I'm not going to say his name, but do you feel that you had your freedom taken from you or your liberty? Uh. Kind of the same thing, you know. Um, I feel I don't feel like it was taken away from me. I feel like I inadvertently gave it away. You know, I feel I fell into the trap. That's how I look at it. I don't blame nobody for for what I got going on. I don't blame nobody for where I'm at. I blame myself for not seeing for not seeing the the, the signs earlier. You know, for not making better decisions early on. So I don't blame nobody else for that. I gave up my freedom. Cash, this is uh, this is Tom. Thanks, thank you so much for uh, joining us and, and sharing with us. I was curious how you um, how do you feel you've been treated from uh, from arrest through uh, arraignment through today? How are they how are they treating where you? You're, where you're asking? So in DC DOC, by a lot of the staff there, I was treated horrible, uh, but there were some staff there that treated me very very good, you know, and that I, I appreciate them that were there. Um, the judge, I believe that the judges were fair. They did their job. I, I could say that. Um, I feel I was treated unfairly by my own lawyer, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, the prosecution, I feel like they were they were okay. They didn't do me wrong. Um, uh, the prisons that I've been to, depending on where you're at, like this prison that I'm at right now, the the overall the overall care for people right. here is horrible. But the the staff hey. aren't too bad themselves. In Lexington, they were phenomenal. Hey, Cash, so Cash, yeah. Cash. I don't mean to break you. Out. I don't mean to break um, break in. But uh, we got about forty seconds. How can people help you? What can people do? I know you're getting out soon. What can people do? T- talk to them. You got about thirty seconds. Go. Uh, if anybody wants to help me out, man, um, if you could, 
uh, reach out to Anthony Russo. Anthony Russo will have something set up for me if, if anybody would like to help out uh, or reach out to Erica. Um, she's a woman that's been rocking with me through this, love it to death. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's that's the way to help me out. If anybody would like to, I appreciate it. God bless y'all. Hey, I'll be seeing you soon. I'll well, be back on the show, hopefully in person. Hey, in about a month, right? About a month? Yeah. All right, yeah. Cash, I love you, brother. I'm here I'm for you. Me. You know that. All right, God bless. Happy Patriots Day, All brother. Right. Thank you, brother. Cash Lee Caddy, Hour 3, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. If you missed those first two hours, head over to 560TheAnswer.com. Click on the podcast. Download the podcast. I'm telling you, the powers that be, they love to see that. I saw my download numbers. I'm shocked. A lot of people download the podcast to listen to our show. I can't release it, but there's a lot of people. And this is only a Saturday show. And we get a ton of people that download black and white radio podcast and 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 that means a lot to me you know i, I really quickly um i don't know if anthony russo is listening anthony i want you to call in at about six thirty-five if you can anthony russo that's who cashley kelly uh said to reach out to uh i sent the number to erica i know you, you you're watching it right now um get the number from erica i can't give out that number uh on on social media because that's a hotline and i don't want everybody to have that number but i really want to quickly Give flowers to, to to Charles Butler because, you know, when I first started doing radio, I had no clue what I was doing. I sucked. I, I was horrible when I started doing this. But, you know, some, you, you don't remember. I, I have to say the people that I used to listen to on radio, my number one guy was Rush Limbaugh. You know, I used to listen to uh, Kevin McCullough. And then it was Charles Butler. And then it was Sandy Rios. Uh, these were the people that I listened to. So Charles, when I when I met him down at the RG, um at that GOP event, it was like, man, I'm listening to some guy. I listened to this guy. So Charles, I want to thank you, man, because I don't. It's people like you. I don't think I'm doing radio if I hadn't experienced, you know, another black man doing radio on, on a station that not many black people did radio on. Charles, you there? Don't tell me he didn't hear none of that. He might have. <laughs> he's not there. I think he's gone. John you know what? Us. We just need to get an audio clip, yeah. and I'll send it to All him. All right, we'll, we'll get that. But 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 I'm but I'm right. I mean, it meant it meant a lot for to to see somebody like Charles doing radio. You know, and now I'm doing it, and it's as as I always tell people. Uh, and I, Dennis and Dennis Rebelletti and I had this conversation. He said, "Now I understand when you say radio is cathartic. What do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. It's healing. It, it it's 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 my time." To just whatever I'm going through, no matter what what's in front of me, what challenges in front of me, when I come here, all that goes away, and I'm here with friends, just having a conversation about life, trying to figure out life's problems, 
and, and to talk to people and encourage other people. You know, I, that's what I, one of the things I want this radio show to be is a, is a destination place for people to come, you know, and, and, and get that solve, get that bomb. Oh, somebody just hung up. Um, and, and okay. And just have people just have a place where they can just check out for the three hours that they come and join us. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. And, and I'll tell you more than check out. It's more like check in. Yeah. And if I may, uh, convey some flowers to you guys, Yes. because, um, I love your show when it first started, I think you were on an hour and then maybe yeah. got two hours Yes. and then you went to three hours. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I tune in all the time. Thank you. Because you guys do provide a very fresh and a, an important, unique perspective, both from where you come from. Yeah. John, you with a, with, with a police yeah. uh, background. Yeah. Public service, yeah. government, yes, um, yeah, a, a tough growing up in I, the in the hood and yep. Milan. Yep. You know, to you guys bring you bring a perspective and a light that is so important for people. Yeah, thank you, and to help get people outside of their group think. Right, yes, and that's critical, and yes. that that is why I am. Pumped, honored, and pleased as punch to be with you guys today. <laughs> Thank you. And Charles, you missed all that. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to repeat no, it. Charles. No, I, I heard everything. <laughs> okay. I heard everything. Charles, no, you're back everything. in the love fest. Back in the love nest. Yeah, no, I heard everything. I heard everything. I was on the line. I heard everything. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you. You know, I remember uh, 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 I was at Union League Club one day, and uh, not many black people were members down there. So I saw this black man in the elevator, and I get in the elevator, and I go, hmm. And, you know, I said, hey, how you doing? I'm Charles Butler. He said, oh, Charles Butler, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He said, my, uh, my kids are conservatives and Republicans because of you. We listen to you every night wow. on the way home. He said, but what you taught me, of all the things that, that you talked about, what you taught me is that I'm an American and I should be treated like an American. Yep. Not like a black American, yep. I, but like an American. I have inalienable rights and respect. Yep. And I'm going, yeah, that's why I have a problem with Martin Luther King, because we have, I want respect. I don't want you to be my brother. <laughs> I want you to love me. I want you to respect me. <laughs> okay? Yeah. We get to all that other stuff, that's good. I hear you. Uh, but respect me as a, as a man and as an American, as a law-abiding citizen, and uh, I ain't no punk. Right. You know? All right. Now, I, I know we cut a lot. We cut into your time, right? It's all right. All right. You all right go I, I got time. All right. Take it away. Pete, hit my music. Been a long time since I heard that music. All right, Pete, cut it. You know, I got to walk a fine line on this subject because I blew the airwaves up on the 28th. And, uh, like I said, I, was, I wanted to hear that show so bad, and I, had, I can't listen to it. So this time I'm going to leave it open. I'm going to leave it open. I'm going to start this, this new year in slowly. But uh, I got this clip. And everyone knows where John and I, where we stand when it comes to the Israel, Gaza, Palestine, whatever you want to call it, conflict. So I want these people to speak in their own words, Then I'm going to say a little bit afterwards. Go ahead, Pete. Welcome, Press TV viewers, to this exclusive interview with Deputy Chairman of the Islamic uh, Resistance Movement, Sheikh Saleh Al-Ghuduri. Hello and welcome, Sheikh Saleh. Hello, 
We will start first with the first question that everyone is curious about. What happened on October 7? We all heard the Israeli part of the story, but now we want to hear yours. In the name of God, the compassionate, the merciful, at the beginning we must stop at the reason behind October the 7th. Why did it happen? Everybody knows very well that the last Israeli government under the leadership of Benjamin Netanyahu includes fanatic members such as Smotrich, Gantz and some other figures. One of them said publicly, we got to throw a nuclear bomb on Gaza Strip. This government which was rejected even by the Western criteria when those Israeli ministers traveled to the USA and Europe, no one welcomed them. Therefore, this government is being rejected by international criteria and standards because it is extremist and biblical set its sight on very dangerous goals. The first of these goals is the control of Al-Aqsa Mosque and imposing Jewish sovereignty over it in order to change it to a Jewish synagogue according to a legislation in the Knesset. The second danger was the settlements. The Israelis had a plan regarding this matter. Their minister Smotrich was in charge of implementing it. This minister is very extremist in the settlement issue and he is in charge of the army in the West Bank and Ministry of Finance. So he put a plan to settle one million settlers in the West Bank over three years, aiming at changing it to a Jewish majority. Moreover, he never hides his intention to expel the Palestinians from the West Bank. The third reason is the continuation of Gaza blockade for 16 years. The people of Gaza have been living in a big and open prison, but unfortunately nobody is paying attention to this case and this ordeal. More than that, there is the Minister of National Security, the so-called Itamar Ben-Gavir, who was designated to be in charge of the national security in Israel and who is taking very bad measures against our people in the 1948 territories the West Bank, Al-Quds, and the Palestinian prisoners. To the extent that a legislation was submitted to the Knesset to execute Palestinian prisoners. So, this current government has exceeded all red lines and there is no way of remaining silent in front of it. What I would like to add is that the people of our world, particularly in the West, must realize that the reasons behind the eruption of the confrontation on October the 7th are very dangerous due to the policies of the Zionist government and the international policies. Okay, that, that, that's, that's why I want to cut it. See, I, I can't go down the rabbit hole of Jewish versus Zionist and all that, and I do not like the way that lady just skipped over October the 6th. So that is a uh, sort of seven. I, 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 that is a big reason why we are where we are. So I want to leave it open. I want to leave it open for people to call. And John, what we did, uh, what, what you said you forgot to talk, to ask the other week. I want Palestinians to call in. Oh yeah. I just found yeah. out Bridgeview is called Little Palestine. Really? So yes. So please, people, call in. I want to hear all the viewpoints. Don't tear my head off this week. I just want to hear. It. So it's time for us to go to break. We'll be back right after these messages. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. That's right. Black and right. Continues on AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Valanga. Can I, can I say and something? Tom Sedeka. Charles, yeah. 
We got somebody on the line that oh, listen, yeah. John's tired of arguing with him. So we're gonna just give the microphone to you after John introduces him. You you guys are gonna have to mix right. it up. <laughs> Charles, I, it, Charles, this is the type of caller you actually used to love to talk with. Phil from Blue Island. Welcome, brother. Hey, hey, happy new year to everybody. Happy yeah. New Year. Right, right, right. Uh I don't know if Milan set this up properly. This guy that was that I can't pronounce his name, of course. But he was a leader of Hamas. I don't think he was like the top top leader, but he was in the he was in the general corps, if you will. Um, and again, as far as the reporter, everybody knows what's happened happened on October the seventh. But nobody knows what was happening in Gaza and in the West Bank and even in Lebanon before, in any great detail, before October the seventh. And then after October the seventh, uh, there was very sketchy because right now. I'm understanding they lost a lot of the video of October the 7th. Can you imagine that? They didn't lose it. Uh, Actually, they showed it to a bunch of um, journalists. They, they they took a bunch of journalists um, and got them all together and showed them, and, and they, they said there was not one dry eye in that room when they showed that video. And, no, and, 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 and wait, Phil, uh, Phil, Phil, yeah. Phil, wait, wait, Phil, Phil. Let me, let me also address the one thing you said. Nobody knew what was happening before October 7th. Yes, we do. We know all the missiles that were lost. That that got that they were um, lobbying into Israel from Gaza. We know all that, unprovoked. But, but again, I remember us, us ask, I, I remember asking you about the the what what the 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 speaker was calling a a open air prison, and you seem to not know about that. You seem to not know about the wall that's encasing yeah. Gaza. You seem to not know about that they can't even fish in the uh, whatever the ocean is. I ain't gonna get into great detail, but. My point is this: anything after October the seventh, it's really not like uh, um, um, where where is they fighting over there with Russia? You got U.S. reporters all over the place. Yeah, right. Thank you. And but in in Gaza, you don't. You I mean you have reporters in Tel Aviv, like seeing back, you know, at their perches, you know, reporting and you know looking good. Well, some of them look a little bit worse for wear, but. Why aren't there any reporters based in Gaza where these bombs are dropping? Would you go there? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. You know what? Let me jump in. There for are one some, second. I, I just got a report uh, earlier today. There, are, there were journalists, uh, a lot of them. 77 journalists died uh, in the midst of those missile strikes from Israel. 77 journalists. So right. that is a big thing. And Doctors Without Borders and all the humanitarian groups over there, they said that it is a astronomical. So who gave number, you that number? number Hamas. Number. Was this Hamas or, or it was, was not? It was. It was. Was this the AP? It was PBS and WTTW. Um, and they said it's an astronomical number when it comes to hunger over there. That's why they're asking for, uh, for for them to let humanitarian humanitarians in to feed the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go ahead, Phil. Go ahead, Phil. Phil. Well, my finishing question, because I want other people to get an opportunity, is why aren't there like um, Anderson Cooper or a lot of these Fox uh, reporters that are so gun ho when it comes to the Jewish uh, the Jewish issue or whatever, or Israel or 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 or, or anything of that nature, or the IDF and and all this, stuff, but they're sitting over in Tel Aviv and they're comfortable eating their bread and so forth and so on. But again, where you got children being just destroy, trapped under build. I mean, even in the holy, in the holy uh, uh, 
the time of this year with Christmas and everything and, and Jesus being born in, 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 in Gaza and all this in, in Palestine and the stuff just like it just rolls off of 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 of, of white Christian back. It's just like they don't care as much as the Israelis care about these children. It's just it's just asinine to me. Charles? Charles? Yeah, let's talk facts here. You know, I've been to the Middle East. I spent, I've spent a lot of time in the Middle East when I was in service and in business. And I saw the Palestinian refugee camps where people had been there for generations and whatnot. And the reason they put walls up around Gaza was because, you know, they were killing uh, people at restaurants and setting off bombs at restaurants. So when you try to say that uh, people don't know what's going on, that's not true. I mean, people who want to know, I mean, all you have to do is look at Israeli Times and some other foreign papers. But my point is, uh, in, 20, in 2000, before Bill Clinton left office, he and Madeleine Albright sat down with Arafat and Perone, and they cut a deal, and they offered Arafat everything that he could have wanted, uh, reparations for the Palestinians, uh, resettlement for the Palestinians, uh, 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 a state for the Palestinians, and Arafat rejected it. And that's when they cut him oh, off and killed him. Yes, he did, man. Don't tell me. Do your homework. Don't, Don't tell, tell me. me he didn't. Do your homework. Do your homework. You know, Madeline, Madeline Albright wrote a book on it. And uh, so you're going to sit here and tell me, no, get out of here. Well, you're wasting your time talking to people like this, man. They have no facts. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Now you want to run. Now you want to run. You have no, fa- you have no facts, bro. No. I don't have- See, this is airtime. This is this is airtime. You're doing voodoo intellect. I'm doing facts. <laughs> okay, okay. Now you want to insult the brother. That's, that's fine. But you yeah. ain't, I'm not insulting you. I'm just calling you out. You're going to try to tell me. No, he didn't. You want to call it that. But all I'm saying to you is if you call it, you call it just a walk. Again, why, why, well, why give the Israel the right to defend themselves and the Palestinians don't have a right to defend themselves. They and, do defend themselves. And uh, and the bottom line is the bottom line is no, Gaza they're, they're, they are they are they intimidate, they kill people. I've had several friends killed sitting at restaurants drinking tea, dude. So mm. I mean by 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 uh by Palestinians. Uh so you know, don't try to tell me that these people are innocent and what happened uh October eighth? Uh, Israel needs to go in there and wipe out every member of Hamas. Come on! And if they want to, and if, and, if, and if Hamas wants to hide among the the, the civilians, they got to go too. That's war. Not being, Not being a parent, first of all. Second of all, if you think of an infant three year old baby is a threat to Israel, oh man, I don't want to talk about that. I'm talking, I'm talking facts here. What? The bottom line is war is war. You talk, you talking, you talking like Jesus. I ain't into no Jesus. The bottom line, they want to end this thing. The the, the Palestinians need to stop killing. Islam historically is not compatible with anything but Islam. It's it's Real a it's a hedonistic it's a hedonistic cult is what it is. If you read the Quran and you read what Muhammad wrote, and you read what Muhammad wrote, it is not compatible with like like people like you and people like in care. I tell you wait to minute, trade because you have no facts. Real quick, didn't didn't Netanyahu Netanyahu Benji whatever? Didn't he just quote something about Amalek in the Bible where it says kill all children, kill all animals, and this is in the Bible, but you will never no. find anything like that 
in the Quran. Oh, what? You've never, you've never well, written you, the Quran. Man, you must be out of your mind. Muhammad was a killer, a, a murderer, yes. a pedophile. No, no, no. Don't he was don't a bad person. I've studied <laughs> the Quran, uh, Phil. I've studied and read the Quran and the Hadith. So don't, don't tell me what's not in there. Oh, my God. And let me say this to you, Phil. Let me say this to you, Phil. Let me say let me say this to you, Phil. You can you know oh, the, 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 the the Islam people practice takia. Do you know what takia is, Phil? Do you know what takia is? What is it? Explain it to me. Well, oh, oh, that's because you ain't done your homework. Oh, it is it is when it, it is when Explain it to the listener. Oh, explain. Hey, you know, you. I'm not a Negro preacher, okay? I'm not telling you what you need to go look up for yourself. Ooh. Okay, I'll look okay. it up for myself. What, that's what black people do. Tell me, preacher. Tell me, preacher, what's in the Bible. Tell me. Tell me. Just tell me. You want to play games. If you want to, I'm not playing games. I'm just calling you out. You lightweight. Oh. I'm just calling you out. You're a lightweight. Okay, I just asked you. Takea means that that the Islam it's in the it's in the Quran, and they and it is deceiving non-Muslims to believing that you believe what they believe. It's like like Barack Obama. Barack Obama practices Takea. He is a Muslim. Yeah. His daddy was a Muslim, so therefore he is a Muslim. Ooh. Hey Charles, hold like hey, wait, 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 hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Phil, 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 you get the last yeah. thirty seconds. Go. Okay, he want to run away and talk about everything else. He, he's all into uh, uh, all these different. If you look at the different sects of, of Islam, you can probably find a thousand. So it don't matter what he's talking about. What I'm talking about is when you Quickly. have a, 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 a leader of the state of Israel pulls a verse out of the Bible. I did not hear that. So children, I didn't hear that, Phil. Phil, Phil, we got to go to break. Thank you so much for giving us a call. You listening to Black and Right? Woo! We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Guys, don't forget. I, I, keep, I always forget this because I feel a little uncomfortable doing this. I got merch. Blackandrightradio.com. Go purchase the merch, especially the hoodie I have on right now. Stay for tomorrow. One more sun, um, sunrise. This is a shirt that's in honor of my son who passed away through suicide. Uh, you purchase this shirt, um, 25% of the purchase um, goes to a um, suicide prevention company. So do organization. Not, do not feel guilty, John. I know. Man, let me tell you something. Mike Gallagher sells so much does. merch so on this on this station so Brandon. and Brandon Johnson. You yeah. can never feel sucker. guilty. Jada. I know. I'm a sucker. Get away. Get away from that. Yeah, I'm a sucker, though. Uh, you guys, you know, uh, real quick, we were talking with Cashley Kelly. He told us to reach out to his um, business partner, Anthony Russo. Anthony Russo joins us now oh, live. Wow. Uh, Anthony, what's up, brother? Long time no talk. I know. Doing, I know, man. So um, Cash told us to talk to you. So talk to us. How can if, if people, because I've had a lot of comments and a lot of um, messages have been sent to me. How can we help Cash? How can people help Cash? Because we know he's been out three years. They're going to need they're going to need him and Erica and the kids are going to need some money. I'm not going to shortchange that. They're going to need people to help them. How can we help right. Cash? Yeah, so it's it, it, we were actually talking a bit, Cash and I, like, you know, what are, what's going to happen when we get out? And first off, people have been amazing to, to him and Erica and, and the kids the whole time. Um, so we were just planning on waiting until he gets out and making sure that he's earning it because he wants to immediately get to work. And talking to him, like, every month has just been amazing because every time I hear from him, he's still positive. He's talking yep. about how he wants to change the world. 
So we did really quick. Uh, Casey, who is the tech guy, and he's also been a friend of friend of ours and catches the whole show. He was able to put together something super fast. It's specifically just for cash to get on the seat because the big thing when he gets out is he can't. Uh, he, he essentially is going to be in a halfway house, yep. and he needs to be showing income. So if you go to helpcash.com, it's a give, send, go. It's very simple. Help K A S H. He spells it with a K, not a C. Yeah. <laughs> so helpcash.com. That give, send, go um, is specific to to have him be able to get income right when he gets out, right when he gets started. So it's showing that he's got a job because he really does want to get back to immediately speaking, telling people what happened inside of the prison, inside of the Capitol, and all these different things. So he wants to go immediately to be an uh, independent journalist and back to being a social media influencer. So it's helpcash.com. And Anthony, really that. quickly, because we we, uh, we got a couple sure. of calls on the line, but uh, yeah. t- talk to the people. Where can they find out uh, your organizations, um, where, you're, where you guys at, the website, uh, all the social yeah. media platforms? Yeah, real quick. So just go to the Truth Will Set You Free USA and Streetlights Unity Movement on Facebook. That'll be the best way to find all of our content to start. Um, and he'll get immediately back to doing that kind of work. And I, he really, I know he wants to earn this and not just take it as a donation. Um, so that's the big thing. So find it there. And I think his his personal Instagram we have set up is the Cashley Kelly. Uh, it's just at the Cashley Kelly at Instagram. Immediately when he gets out, he's going to have that and be able to start communicating and posting stuff there. So look for all of our content and kind of the the way to the roadmap to, to how to find it. But again. For the website, if people really do want to donate, he appreciates appreciate it. It's helpcash.com with the K, remember. And, guys, go follow Anthony Russo. He's also another amazing individual. Um, he's been holding it down, helping in, in, in so many ways. So follow Anthony Russo as well. I'm telling you, you, won't, you will not be disappointed. Hey, did I see you with a beard for a while? With a beard? Well, I had a mustache. Mustache. A mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it was something. Yeah, that's how I roll. All right, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Russo, uh, Streetlight. Unity Movement, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate you. Uh, if you can also just put it on uh, in, in the threads on, on, on the Facebook, uh, put all that stuff there, and then I'll share it later on. Perfect. Casey, you got that. I know you're listening. Go ahead and throw that in the, in the chat. <laughs> all right. Thank you, uh, Anthony. Really appreciate it. God bless. God, God bless you. Man. And Erica, thank you. I know you're listening, too. Thank you. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's, we'll, chave, we'll save Chuck for, the, for, for yeah. last. Uh, Chuck, hold the line. I'm sure you you know you you know how to do that, Chuck. Come on, <laughs> Al, Big Al from Rosemont. What's up, brother? Hey. What's up, Al? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And I was gonna get all heavy about the Muslim stuff. I said, let me retract the stuff. I just want to say thank you for the uh, merchandise. Thank you. Uh, I did order uh, uh, the, uh, the, the the coffee mug, which is my mother-in-law's favorite. And I'm just trying to figure out what does listless a vessel mean? I'm just give me a little information. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's um, that was um, a, oh, that was um, that's what the census called all Trump Republicans a listless vessel. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That had me caught up for a minute too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, guess what? what? Is my favorite mug in the house. Is hey, my favorite mug in the house. Guess what happened, man? Guess what? So they yeah. started they started posting all the cash stuff on there. Facebook is hiding everything. They are hiding everything. I'm right now unhiding it as we speak. They're doing it. I, I did not do it. They're hiding. Facebook's hiding it. Wow. That's insane. Well, I got my merch, and I say everyone gr- grab some merch because this is awesome. Thank you. I, uh, Al, I almost called you by your your your, your birth name. <laughs> Al. Yeah, we work together, man. You know my government name. I know. <laughs> we worked together so many years ago. Thanks so much, uh, Big Al. Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Uh... Man on the street, we only got forty seconds. I don't, I'm not going to bring you on because uh, we got a man on the street. If you can call back, 
I got an interview. Um, Chuck Burnham. Uh, Chuck, sorry, <clears throat> my mouth. My mouth is dry. It's so dry in here. Chuck from Freedom Square. Uh, you can call back after that, and then I'll bring you on. We'll close with you, man, on the street. That works for you, Mr. Mark. Hopefully that does. You listen to the Black and White Radio. Facebook is at it again. Oh no. <sighs> now they didn't block me. They didn't do anything to me yet, but it's just shadow ban and shadow ban okay. real quick, and they did it quick. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. With John Anthony, I'm his co-host Verlon Galloway, and we're here with Tom Sadeka. Uh, what, hey, what could, hey, what could it be his nickname? Day-day. Man, I've been thinking the whole show, but he's just a cool, laid-back dude. I don't know. I got to think of some hey, kind of nickname. Day, 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 day. <laughs> hey, baby, baby, you know that's. I remember that song. But well, we could call right. him Day, day. Day-day? Yeah, right. from what, Friday? Friday. Yeah. <laughs> day no, I'm just kidding, Tom. Uh, Tom, you want to introduce somebody for us? Yeah, I've got Put my, uh, got my uh, great friend and, uh, and uh, co-founder of FreedomSquare.com, uh, Chuck Barham, calling in. Uh, hey, Chuck. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? How are you? We are good. You sound like a nurse. (laughs) And how are we feeling this morning, Mr. Barham? Smiley face, frowny face. How are we feeling? No, 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 not that. Level of pain? Level of pain, one to ten? Yeah. Level of pain. We're in Illinois, so it's always a ten. Oh, it's it's, it's a twenty, actually. It's a daily DRE, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. So Chuck, how's it going, brother? How what's going? Give us the latest of what's happening. What you guys are doing over at Freedom Square? Well, I can tell you this much: it's great to hear Tom on the radio with you guys. Thanks yeah. for uh, thanks for having him on. Thanks for having Freedom Square on. Uh, you know, yeah. we have really started to launch into the social media part of Freedom Square, to where now you can sign up with just your email, and now you can go in there, and now you've got the Patriot profiles. So build out your own social media profile, just like you would on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. As we always say, want to see how your family and friends are doing? Go to Facebook, Instagram. Want to see how your country's doing? Go to Freedom Square. Wow. So you can start to go in there and build your personal profile and your Patriot profile. And then the most important thing that we're doing on top of everything is we're giving people freedom of speech. Um, And I can tell you this much, freedomsquare.com is going to be a safe harbor for people that believe in what America stands for, what America is based on, and the principles and the guiding light that truly is America, the last beacon of hope on earth. Amen. I can't wait. I can't wait. Tom is showing me all about it right here. I can't wait to get on there, build up so our profile. So you haven't signed up yet? I, I, no. You, you bum. And on, Chuck, I've, I've got two of our uh, newest upcoming town criers ready to go. I That's right. sort of walked them through on how to do that. The town crier is a great, it's a great way for... Uh, us, us American, pro-American, pro-God, family, country people to to get on there and 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 get a, get the word out, get a message out, uh, whatever it is that's important on your heart that day, um, you get it out. And so we'll have uh, our folks that are uh, going to the site every that's day it. are going to see John and Verlon coming up this week. That's right. I love it. That's true. Yeah the uh, the the town crier is pinned to the top of the app and pinned to the top of the website. So. It'll always be seen, and as Tom said, it's basically, imagine back in the old school days, the town crier in the middle of the town square, Freedom Square, 
telling you what's going on, what's happening, what you need to know, something that's breaking in the news. Uh, it's going to be pinned to the top. And then uh, one of the things I also want to talk about since we're, we're here on AM560 with you guys is we're building out the Freedom Chamber, America's business network. And this is incredibly important uh, because we need to start doing business with each other. You just, that that, thunder, that, you just stole my thunder, Chuck. You just stole my thunder. You just stole my thunder. I was just getting ready to say, Dad. if I'm a business listening to, because we have a lot of businesses that listen to the show, um, what 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 would if I signed up on Freedom Square? What's the benefit for a business to sign up on Freedom Square? Well, I think the the most important thing is is you know you're not isolated. You're not on an island anymore. There's more of us than there are of them, and it's just a matter of connecting the dots and doing what you need to do to get it done and getting to know, you know, Mike's tire store gets to know Chuck's tie store and they're only a mile and a half apart, but they're afraid to, you know, speak up and speak out about really what's happening because they don't want to get canceled. This is giving people an opportunity to start doing business with those that believe in what they believe in. And you know what, Chuck? Incredibly important. I know, I know that we're a couple of weeks away from really the, the rollout of the, of the, we call it the freedom chamber, a a euphemism for the pro American business network. But if there's businesses that are listening today and want to get some information, because we could do a whole show, or not a whole show, but a whole segment on this. But if you want to reach out to Tom at freedomsquare.com or Chuck at freedomsquare.com, and we're happy to connect with you and tell you what is available, because the, the benefits that are there are incredible. Yeah. And we've got fellow co-founders uh, that are have signed up as co-founders of this chamber, uh, include not the least of which Salem Media. Oh, nice. Epoch Times, yeah, Patriot Mobile, I love the Group Financial, seventeen eighty nine Capital, nice Liberation Technology Services. All of these people are providing discounts, and exclusive savings. Old Glory Bank, nice, uh, which is um, funded by John Rich, Larry Elder, mm-hmm. Ben Carson. So there's going to be some great benefits uh, available, but the onboarding is going to start in a couple of a couple of weeks. But if some of our friends here out of AM560, I mean, this is our home. Right. I mean, we're, yeah. I know Chuck cut his teeth here at yes, AM560, and I certainly cut my yeah. teeth here as a as a sponsor yeah. and, you know, and, and becoming a dear fr- friend and family member of this great organization. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. Love to talk to you, tell you what's coming up, how to participate. Give the information again. What do you think? What do All right. Want to reach out? <clears throat> the, my email is tom at freedomsquare.com. And Chuck's is Chuck at freedomsquare.com. All right, Chuck, thanks so much for joining us, brother. You know, I had can a... I share a... Can I share a quick yeah. story with you guys? Real yeah, go quick. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my, mom's getting, my mom's getting up in age, and we wanted to take my kids, her grandkids, to Disney over the weekend. We went to Disney. I know it's oh. a woke company, but my mom, she said, one thing I want to do before I go to the great big ball of fire in the sky is to take the kids to Disney. So we went to Disney. We went to the Hall of Presidents. It was the first thing we went to. When they announced all the presidents, Donald J. Trump got a huge round of applause wow. inside of the Hall of Presidents. Wow. No other president had that. So wanted to make sure you were talking about the black community rising up yeah. against what's going on. Well, we saw that, you know, at Disney in the Hall of Presidents. No other president got applauded. It was a huge round of applause for Donald Trump when they announced his name. Of all so places. I wanted to pass that on to you. Wow. Of all places, yeah. Disney. And then when Biden was announced, there were just crickets. <laughs> I'm sure. Crickets. <laughs> That's why you what he hears in his head too. Yeah. Crickets. <laughs> Chuck, thank you so much for joining. I had a ball with you. Love you, buddy. Hanging out with you for I think we were supposed to do thirty minutes. Did we do almost an hour or something like that? We did a whole hour show on Inside the Square, and I want to have you back on your 
you guys are a blessing to know, and thanks for being in our world, and thanks for helping us promote Freedom Square. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, God bless you, brother. I really appreciate you. Uh, you listening to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. Hey, come on, Petey. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Some new. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. We're going to go straight to the phone lines. Man on the street. Man on the street. I need you to hurry because I got to play an audio clip that I want to end the show on. Let's go. Man on the street. Hey, real quick, Mark Wire. Real quick, Mark Weirmuller, man on the street. I'm in the car with my friend Meredith Morton, who's a front row Joe Army veteran. She's going to see Trump next week. She was also interviewed by the FBI because she knows a lot of people. Say hello real quick, Meredith. Hello. Hello, man. Hey, hey, Meredith. Hey, How you doing? Quick. Go, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Talk no, you go ahead. I just wanted to say hello and, like, yes, I was, inter- I was interviewed by the FBI on F- January 6th, but Mark has a lot of stuff he wants to talk no, about. No, real quick, <laughs> I just want to mention yesterday we're following the migrant thing, and it's out of control in Chicago, and there's a lot of stuff. Uh, and lastly, I want to see all you guys at CPAC, and I want you to go, John Anthony and Verlon. <laughs> hey, um, I'm, I'm actually trying to do my show at CPAC. Yes, I want to do that, and I want you to take all the guys. I actually... Yeah, I want you to do the show with CPAC. Can All we right. do that? That's well. Hey, you, 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 you're good friends with Matt, so let's make it happen. All right, Mark, man on the street. Thank right. you, Meredith. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, I want to quickly. I want to uh, first of all, Tom. Thank you so much for joining joining us. You guys, thank you, know, you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. Um, it's it's. I told you it's a good product. I know we're not we're not we don't have to go yet. Uh, Troublemaker, Pistol Pete. I I want to kind of end the show on, on on an interview that I did with Lynn Patton. To show you who the Trump family is, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it now, and I'll, I'll stop it when I feel like I've, she said enough. But listen to Lynn Patton and how she describes the Trump family, because Lynn, you you have, you have a very interesting story, and it's it's a story that, in a way, we can talk about what Trump, the, the Trump family, and who they are, and also expound upon who Lynn Patton is, right? Because oh, you. when you look at how the media. Um, they told us all these bad things about the Trumps, but in reality, they were talking about the Bidens, you know, <laughs> in reality, because they yeah, knew right? who Trump was running against, right? They knew that it was going to be Trump and Biden, so they had to put all this on, you know, on Trump. But talk to us about your story, because it's it's a, it's a very fascinating story, and it was it, this was an opportunity for the Trump kids to and, and Trump to um, fire you, and you would have been lost in translation yeah. many, many years ago, right? Yes, yes. So for people, and I'll keep it short because yeah. you know we we went on in first four segments. We I did talking about this, but <laughs> I started off as I said, a personal assistant um, for the Trump family, um, rising through the ranks thanks to the opportunities they gave me to vice president, and then coming with him to the Washington D.C. to work in the White House, and then ultimately working for Secretary Ben Carson. But you're right; that all could have come to an end um, in 2012, 2013, I believe. Um, the Trump family staged a, an actual physical intervention for me. You know, um, I grew up sort of uh, in, a, in a privileged sort of environment in Connecticut. I went to private boarding schools and fell into, um, you know, some drug use. Um, I, I told myself it was social. It was not a problem. Um, I relapsed around that time, um, 2011, 2012. And that's when I was working for the Trump family. And Obviously had a very high pressure job. All right, you want to hear the rest of that interview? Head over, head over to five sixty dot download the podcast, or go on Facebook, Rumble, or YouTube, Black and White Radio. 
Listen to the rest of that interview that I did with Lynn Patton on the morning show, and I also did it on the Sean Thompson show. Uh, Pistol Pete, thank you. Tom, gracious, thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. Really enjoyed it, and thanks for the listeners for indulging uh, <laughs> the extra help we had today. Who's coming up next, Troublemaker? Belly of the Beast with my girls, Raquel, Raquel. and Babette. See you next week.